Hey, everybody. Welcome to Carnival of Ramness. And right off the bat, we have to send our thoughts out to our some of our regulars. John Eric's not here today because his dad has pneumonia and he's with him in Ithaca. And I've done that with my dad many times. It's always scary, so all the best. And Greg's not here because he's having some personal issues. His girlfriend's mom died and he's with her as he should be. So we are here in our studio, which is People have said it's about as big as Vermont. It's cavernous, but I have Patrick with me. <laughs> hey, and we'll everybody. try to entertain you, maybe inform you, maybe, maybe make you think. Maybe and touch your heart. Big question I want to ask, though, for Black Widow. Were you as disappointed as I was? The spider was not in that movie. No. I did not see no spider in there. No, no spider? No. No. No, because she's not a spider. I mean, she's just called the Black Widow. The only thing I had to ask, and I've said this before, though, was when, the only thing that got me, when was it set? Because she was in the Avengers. Oh, boy. I, you know See, what? I, I couldn't get it because I know at the end, and okay, if you haven't seen it yet, right. shut up for a minute. Just it's, close your ears. But they have, the, I think they're going to have her sister going after Hawkeye, but that was yeah. the Easter egg at the end. Go watch. Pretty good movie. Go watch it. Yeah, it's been but I, forever, I, I couldn't figure it, out. Too bad. <laughs> yeah. That's, hey, we have to be honest sometimes. Yeah, but the yeah. thing about it was, I couldn't figure out because I'm thinking, okay, it's got to be an earlier thing, but not that much earlier. She's going back, but she's I, in the I Avengers because she keeps talking about the Avengers. I think it's. I think it is post Civil War. I think it's like supposed to be like right after Civil yeah, War. Yeah, because they're having problems yeah, and everything. I think it's 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 obviously it's pre End Game, but it's post Civil War. Um, is the time. And I'm waiting for Morbius still. I'm actually sort of looking forward to it. Ever comes I, I, out. I, the trailers pop up every now and then. I think it's going to come out next year. I just think that there's a lot of upheaval right now. There's a, there's since the this is and this is the most convoluted mess between Sony and Marvel about Spider-Man is that Sony owns the rights to Spider-Man and the Spider-Man uh, extended universe to Spider-Man villains Venom. All those guys. Morbius is is considered one of those. Uh, And in order to get Spider-Man in the MCU, the uh, Marvel had made a deal with Sony, a uh, co-production deal where they would share Spider-Man, basically. They shared their rights to Spider-Man to put him in the MCU for three movies. Now those for his appearance in those his three solo movies rather and his appearances in the other Avengers movies. Those three solo movies with uh, No Way Home, they're up. And there's, you know, obviously it's just like, you know, the the what they want you to believe is, okay, cool. So, you know, Tom Holland is Spider-Man. You're never going to see him in an MCU movie again, which is, you know, is nonsense because everyone made money. So they're renegotiating that now. And uh, in the meantime, Sony has their quote-unquote Spider-Verse, which drives me insane, but... With Into the Spider-Verse is a clever way to introduce, you know, the fact that Spider-Man, you know, like everything else can exist in, you know, multiple And word is three times, hopefully he's a charm, there's supposed to be a Fantastic Four movie coming out another Oh, no, one. they're going to. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're doing they're doing the Fantastic and Four. And I admit there. a little comic snobbery because people are like, when they saw Morbius, I'm like, aha, I know he's the living vampire. It's going to confuse people. Or like, I knew who right. Shang-Chi was, and obviously they redid him a little because let's just say... The comic when it came out, it was like chop sake kung fu, but it had yeah, some it questionable was, stuff too. It, it had a from lot of time. problematic elements. Yeah, otherwise uh, they could have done straight kung fu almost though with them. Yeah, that's what it was. You know, and that was the era of the seventies where they were doing the black exploitation, the kung fu movies. Yes. but they had some things and they were a little bit would have been. You know how they did the Mandarin and Iron Man, which was kind of smart, where they did them like as a goofball. I, Loved that and Shang Chi. Okay, so Shang Chi's been out for a while. Have you seen Shang Chi? No, but go on. Okay. Uh, so at this uh, point, tr- I don't. Trevor care. Slattery, uh, aka Fake Mandarin, who by the way is one of, is almost my favorite character in the whole MCU, and people hate his existence because it wasn't, you know, he wasn't the real Mandarin. And uh, but oh, he did like Kingsley. So Ben Kingsley, yeah. he is in Shang Chi, and he is great. At this point, and I he don't has a little you. friend that is also great. Uh, and so Trevor Slattery lives and thrives uh, and uh, is is forever uh, probably one of my favorite characters. And I always come late to the party, so I don't care about spoilers and stuff. I'm used to Yeah, it. so yeah, if you haven't seen Shang-Chi yet, uh, you know, I just ruined a little... A, a nothing, a nothing really doesn't affect the plot at all. 
Uh, but it's it's, we it's tease, got, once we again tease. the funny the funny in the movie is very funny. Aquafine is funny. Never been a huge yeah. fan of her, but she's very funny. Uh, the uh, yeah, uh, Ben Kingsley's funny. Everybody, it's and, and I'm a fan. The whole too. fact that Shang Chi is like a a, a, val, a a parking valet. Yeah, I know. Who yeah, is just doesn't give a shit that he's. I also like. I'm one of those people. Like, if you gave me like, if I was actually talented and had the money. Uh, like, okay, you know, I love Batman. Like, Mike and I would probably want to do a Batman movie. We love Batman. We were talking the oh, other yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. He's so psyched about it coming out, I think, in either May or March next year. He told me the release date. Oh, for the I, Batman? I, yeah, the Batman. He, we were like, please, please, please. But what I would do is I would just, like, look for a character and go, okay, now this is a challenge. I want to make a really good movie. And people, like when Ant-Man came on, I was like, I'm really looking forward to this because a lot of people don't know who it is. Oh, He's yeah. Like, but I want to see something really cool done because it would be like, give me a different character. Yeah, uh, I'd like to do like do a Deathlock movie. Want me, a Deathlock? Oh, yeah. So Deathlock, the only Deathlock we've seen Shield, right? was, was in, in Shield. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which, which will probably never be considered MCU canon because of behind the scenes boring but i think he's such a he's stuff, such but. a complex character i just I could see him pl- i had actually i think indra's elbow should be in everything so i'd like to have him but i could see there i could have seen the rock play a few years ago too but he's a complex I character think the rock is now just too big to put in stuff well, he's black adam now too he's well he's black, black adam too which and he's pretty much everywhere he was i saw him at the flea market down the street when yeah. we were coming in he's everywhere but also we are a little bit this carnival's been a little slow for now and that's my fault because I had fun, and I'll talk. We tried not to do personal stuff, I know, because who the hell wants to hear about us? <laughs> yeah, well. But some of the things come out. So this is like in August, like around the week of August 13th, August 12th. I go to see my friends. They're playing at Dragon Farm, my dear friend Megan Taylor and her band Gift Shop. And I just walked down. I did my three-hour walk that day. It's a really hot day. I walk down. I go, and I'm talking to some friends. I'm talking to Carl Heberger of the Isotopes. And next minute, I wake up in an ambulance. And I'm like, okay, what the heck happened? Is this a dream or something? I end up, I go to the hospital. I guess I dropped over and I was dead. And they say I was gone for like 13 minutes. And I was really, really lucky. It turned out, and I'd love to meet these people. And maybe somebody knows me, could tell me. There were like two people who were nurses there. And they did CPR and then the emergency came and stuff. Yeah, and I'll tell so you, they when they shock you, you, your chest hurts. <laughs> it hurts a lot. You did. You got defibrillated. defibrillated. Yeah, I got defibrillated too. I see, yeah, yeah. It hurts Damn. a lot. I'm like, yeah, ah, yeah. I, didn't, I want to say this is killing me. Uh, now, on the first thing I want to say, this was not a comment on the band performances. I'm sure they were really good. So yeah. I went into Strong's emergency, and this was like being in a level of hell. If you've never been in emergency Strong, one word, don't. The screaming, the uh, yeah. And so they put me through all these tests the first night, and I had a, I had a, actually had an experience with like the person in my room. I'm not going to talk about because it's personal with her. But I started thinking, I'm glad, you know, you have to be lucky sometimes and think you are blessed. But it's people are screaming, so they take me the first day. I'm going through all these tests. And if you ever have to do that CAT scan where they give you the uh, ejection of the dye, uh, prepare to scream. Yeah. It hurts. And, I, and you feel like you're going to pee. They tell you you're going to feel like you're going to pee or something really hurts. Yeah, it does. So, oh, so it's like intense, like bladder pressure it's pain? Li- it's literally, okay, That's, when they put yeah. you in by the head, you're fine. Unless yeah. you're like me, I close my eyes because I'm claustrophobic. Yeah. You're fine. But they put you one in like body torso and they give you mm-hmm. the shot in the wrist, which is like die. And the pain level. Really? And it feels oh. like your wiener and stuff is all warm. <laughs> well, don't, and get you're some, gonna, don't use some medical technical and you're jargon. You're going to squirt and you try to do it. It hurts. But the thing was, when I was in the emergency they're room. Like, don't pee, whatever you in do. In the emergency room, they had a guy next to me. He wiped out on a scooter. So he, I guess he had a ball. I didn't see it, thankfully. But they, a for driving a scooter. They had a debate about, okay, you whiffed out for it. We're going to inject you with this dye and see. This guy screamed. Yeah. Like no other, and I'm like, uh huh. But oh, I guess okay. he didn't have to operate. So they they found nothing. They found nothing. So the whole day, and I'm thinking, me being Mr. You know, I just walked three hours. I'm, ah, I was probably just heat. They're like, no, it's not heat. It had to be something else. Day two, <laughs> they take me through stuff. I finally do an angioplasty, which is like being in a Sid Barrett Pink Floyd thing. They uh. shoot you up with fentanyl. 
Oh, so you are yeah, seeing, you are the, in a literal seeing colors yeah, and weird stuff and everything else. That's the stuff so that really does it to they you. They take me out and they come in and they go, the doctor comes, we found a blockage. And I'm like, lovely. And they said, well, usually we can do a stent, but the way it's shaped, we really can't. So we have to do a bypass. So I'm, I'm like, can I bypass this and just go home? But not that kind of bypass. I had a doctor, and his doctor just—he was great. I can't pronounce his name. Still, I actually called his office last week. But he can't, Doctor Gorski or something like that. He comes in. He's like a mix of Borat. He's like, and I can't. I still don't get his nationality. We'll say he's, I think he might have been Israeli actually, though. Yeah. But he comes in. The attitude was so. It was like we're going to go to Eldridge Park. <laughs> it was. He's like you. You were pretty good shape. You'll be fine. We get this done. You get, yeah. let's just go. He's like, oh yeah, let's go on the ride. Let's go on the ride. Yeah, really then all the, nurse, the nurses are telling me, me like, oh, you should see the people who get this. You're fine. And I yeah. remember my mom. My mom's heart was working at fifteen percent. Oh, by the way, trivia: our hearts pump between fifty and sixty percent at regular pump. I did not know that. Yeah. That's a fact which I did not know. But so, anyways, it's like lovely. So I had to get it done. You know, and the outpouring from my friends was great. And I will tell you, if you've seen my Facebook posts, and I don't like to talk personal stuff, but everybody knew social media. I know everybody at bars, so the news from Dragonfly was all over the place. So hospital food sucks in a way I can't even describe. <laughs> okay, imagine the movie The Fly, the, the the remake, right? Yeah. When they put the thing through the, the mm. thing, and it doesn't taste right. That's how hospital food is. It looks yeah. like it should be okay, but the, one of the best marks was like they're trying to take orders and like, well, I'm a vegan, and they're oh, don't worry about it. We suit every dietary need, so why don't you look at the chicken or fish? <laughs> there were pancakes you could have shot as saucers. I've heard the worst thing is the bagels, which yeah. I guess is like drop. They go through the floor. <laughs> but I had a week. You have to understand, I'm very picky about what I eat. I'm very like big about like cooking and where I go. Like I'll go to Red for an owl house. I'm very fussy so i had to deal with this crap for a week and i wanted to try to eat it so they didn't call, make me call me a problem patient or something you yeah. know and try to you know stick the funnel down me or say i can't leave <laughs> so you know god bless my dear antichrist pauline because she brought me in salads and stuff <laughs> and everything else but i got through it i gained like 20 pounds which i dropped in like a week or two like a week or so but anyway so you know it's backed up you have to understand we're going through a thing called covid we're going through all yeah, this yeah. so they tell me the surgery like but they're like okay friday and i'm like great friday the 13th i'm dead <laughs> I'm oh i didn't go- think of that i'm oh. just going so it's friday so i'm on the phone with patrick actually dr <laughs> gorsuch comes in i think that's his name or whatever sorry if you're out there but he comes <laughs> and he goes you we go thursday <laughs> All the thumbs up. It's like, yay, oh, yeah, I can't wait. But yeah. it's not the... So they got me in like at seven, that thing. And all literally for surgery, the best part about that, my thought at that point was like, they told me for the angioplasty, you know, there's like under 1% chance you're going to die. I figured dead. I'm always like yeah, that. Like when that I fought, you know, they got they got to tell you like when you're on that plane and you know it's safe, but they do the thing about, okay, when we crash... And you're the like, higher rate of you getting that, killed just yeah. walking off a sidewalk. I had a friend whose car got struck by lightning. That's yeah. amazingly unlucky. She's fine. Otherwise, I wouldn't talk about it. But yeah. but that's more She's likely. In the car, so. That was more likely than going down in a plane. But psychologically. Yeah. But my point was, like, for this operation, it's like, he's like, you need it. You you know, it's fine. It's like, screw it. If, yeah, I'm going to die one way or another. <laughs> I don't get it. So what am I going to do? It's got to yeah. do it. But I like the night before, my the nurse is going, you know, your blood pressure is pretty high on this. And I'm like, I can't help it. I don't, but subconsciously, yeah. obviously, you're going through this. Well, and it's, it's like, you that's can't. That's the thing. You you're, can't you're, help your it. blood pressure goes up when you're, you know. And, and, I'll, and I'll say, anxiety. I went to my cardiologist, my blood pressure shot up. And yeah. after they took the EKG, it dropped like 20 points. And subconsciously, you can't help it. Yeah, no, that that factors into it too. You can't. Like so they took me in on Thursday after more tests, more tests. They do, and literally, you're poked and prodded, done everything to. If anything else was wrong, yeah. I'm like, at least I like a kidney must work. They would have known. So, but they take you in, and then the anesthesiologist are explaining. I'm like, can you speak English for me? Because they're talking all technical, yeah. and they they're really thorough, really thorough. But I also got to say one thing for the doctor too. By doing that, you know, and all these doctors obviously. Strong's like rated 
really high and they're all really oh, yeah, good no, yeah. and one my, my dear friend Liz came in the night before and she's a nurse and she explained a lot of stuff for me uh-huh. you know they're pros this isn't like you know we're back in 1600 and they're gonna drain your blood and like <laughs> you know chance you put leeches on yeah you and everything but so you know they're pros so you go in and the operation's a cinch because they knock your ass out yeah. And you, and the thing was, the, th- the thing was, I woke up. I guess I freaked, which is normal. I tried to pull the things out, uh, and they got uh, me. And I, had, then you come to, and you're like, you don't realize what happened. Yeah, like where the heck am I? You look like Doctor Octopus because of all the stuff on you. <laughs> so I'm apologizing. And then what happened was, they got me, and. I'm in the ICU. I'm all hooked up to everything. I'm not going to give you the gory details. They got me up. I, you know, all the nurses were incredible mm. for every reason. And uh, and actually, I had the one who looked like Nick Jonas. He was awesome. Yeah. And he was like so positive. Like you, you're awesome. You're going to get up. And I'm like, I love the movie you were in called Goat. <laughs> you know, I love that movie. I haven't heard your music, but they were all. I can't say enough about them. They were as yeah. good as the food was bad. Oh, and I, you know, you and I had a thing for the nurses, because I care about quality, quality yes. and stuff. Yes. So, but they got me up, and literally, the irony, because I do have a few issues with blood pressure, like, but I got up, and I almost dropped over, because my blood pressure was too low. Yeah, see that? Oh, Henry, yeah. oh, Henry right there. Yep. So they got me up, they got me out of, and I wish I could have stayed in the ICU because I had my own room, it was comfortable, <laughs> I was the king of my domain. Yeah. So they, they got me up, they put me up, and they're like, you got to go up, and you have to remember hospital time, like for example, when I was in the emergency room, they're like, okay, we finally got a bed for you, we'll be back in three minutes. Take three and a half hours later. Yeah, no, no, no time anyone gives you in a hospital. They, they, they just, just saying numbers. It and you cannot matter. sleep. Now, number one, you cannot sleep. You finally get to sleep. They wake you up to jab you. Yes. They're bringing people in. They brought some guy in my room at 3 in the morning because they had a bed. Yeah. The beds are so uncomfortable. So they got me then, and then all you have to do is a subject to getting out of there. And the one thing to be warned is they catheter you, so you have to pee and go to the bathrooms to make sure the parts work. Because I guess they, hey, I want to get specific if anybody has this done. Because mm-hmm. I guess because when they hook you up to the machine, they're so used to them doing the work, they got to make sure you go. So I'll spare you the gory details, but they give you laxatives. Ah, hooray. Yay, and the thing about that, but they have to make sure you go, I guess, because they're used to doing it your form. Yeah. So, yeah. That okay. was and I said, no more, no more. Just no, no moss, no moss. I can't do this anymore. Because the embarrassing thing, too, is like, okay, you got to go to the bathroom, you go to the bathroom. I got to get a nurse. I can't go myself. Yeah. You know, and then they got to give you, they got to walk. And I was like, oh, come on. You know, I ever see you in public. Yeah, well, it's, you it's know, over. It's over. They, this is there every day. You know, it's, it's. You know, I'm going, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> But then, you know, I'm not as bad. There was some woman screaming in the ICU, punched one of the nurses. Uh, yeah, it's it's a. And I said, I, and I was like, is she going to get out, like, and try to murder me? He's like, oh, if you saw her, she's not getting out of bed. <laughs> so they sent me back, and every roommate I had is I had one who was a pain in the butt because all he did was complain and complain and complain. Yeah. And I know it sucks, believe me, but what are you going to do, you know? Well, the service in the hotel is terrible. Yeah, the service, and then, <laughs> then we get the food you don't want it. Yeah. So they got me in there, and then it's all sitting around, and oh, shout out to all my friends, and Pauline, who gave everybody the number, I'm getting calls, Mike Murray, everybody's checking in on me, and there's nothing to do, you know, pretty much, but sit there and veg. Yeah. Be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So you sit there, and I'm like, I gotta get out of here. And they say, you're gonna go home Monday. So then, by Sunday, I'm going, I stay here another day, Uh, Greg's gonna host this show. Because, and I think actually when I dropped over, I think my will to live was, oh no, Greg's going to be your host if I'm dead. Oh. And I didn't want to do that. <laughs> He's not here so I can make fun of him. He's a Yeah, drummer. he'll never hear this. So, he probably does, but tough. <laughs> He's used to We be love a, you, Greg. Yeah. We do. That's why we make fun of you. You're a drummer. That's, you know, I can't make fun of John Eric because he's got that mask wrestler friend will beat me up so <laughs> so i'm going this is and it got to the point though you know you hit your end where everything's uncomfortable mm-hmm. you feel like but you just want to get out so they come in and they go you know look you're actually i know you exercise you're in really good shape for what you are for this uh to be honest like we don't like to send people home too early and i got know from my mom and my dad but you recover better at home you want to go home <laughs> yes is the sky yes, out is it is the sun out oh no and leave all this 
So yeah. they said you could get out. So then I'm waiting for rehab, and I'm going, let's be honest. You don't think I'm going to pass rehab? And they go, look, they need to rubber stamp you. So yeah. they finally get her in. I do everything fine. Then just get freedom. Yeah. And I get out, and it's been like six weeks. <laughs> and right now, that's why it's been slow on here, because I don't have a lot of energy. But we have some very good guests coming on, as you've seen, like our Zoom episodes and our episodes in our studio. And you don't have the energy. And, like, I worked up. They said, for you, no restraints for walking. Just be careful. Yeah. <laughs> this well, is not we're, fun. We're not having those ridiculously hot, humid days right now. <laughs> that's anymore, what they so. said. Don't do it. So, like, the first yeah. week I was a good boy. I'm up to one-and-a-half-hour walks, like, three times a day, and I do. I did a two-hour one the other day, and I'm fine. I never got the scare. I figured I was going to get the scare the first week where I couldn't breathe or I got chest pains. And I'd yeah. be, I'm never coming out again. <laughs> first week, second week, third week, you have to wear this compression thing for, like, six weeks, which I was okay with. A lot of people aren't. Yeah. It's off now. I'm going to the nurse practitioner soon, find out the things. But all in all, it takes like three months. I like if I'm busy a little bit, I get a little tired. But otherwise, I'm getting back to my full self. So yeah. you know, everybody, be careful. Life can change on the drop of a dime. That's true. You really can. Yeah. yeah you know. Yeah. I mean, tomorrow is not promised. And uh, uh, dance like no one's watching. And uh, <laughs> I'm not live, coughing live from like this. I'm coughing from my I, allergies. I, I can't. Yeah. No, and I've seen that. You're going along great. I'm going along, like, at the time, mind you. I'm doing, I'm up to, like, four to six-hour walks. Yeah. I'm I, feeling fine coming in going, I feel good. Yay. I'm sweating all over the place. I walked 96 degrees. I walked for six straight hours. Yeah. And I was fine. And I was fine doing these. Now, I went to the doctor before. They gave me EKGs. And I looked fine. Now, my yeah. cardiologist comes in, he's apologizing, and I'm like, you know, I'm like, all you're doing is, it took two days of tests, deep ultrasounds couldn't find this. Yeah. What do you do when you're a doctor? You see the results, and they look fine. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like, yeah, people people think that, that you know, a doctor's just going to magically know what's wrong with you, and the human, but there's a lot of shit going on in the human body, and, you know, it's... Stuff can anything could be going on, and I, you know, that's you know that's why uh, it's you know that's why it's such a tough job. Yeah, and I'm one of those. Like I said, I'm paranoid. They get a blood test, I figure death. Yeah, you know, and I still remember like my doctor. I think he teased me because he goes, "Oh, by the way, your blood test was perfect." Yeah, like, oh, thanks a lot for the heart <laughs> attack there. You know, but stuff like that. And I always paranoid about everything. I figure every test I get, I'm dead. Like when they did the CAT scan, because I guess I'm lucky. And some people would argue, know me, but I'm not brain damaged either. I guess they said I was. I've been told I've been lucky to be alive because I was gone like for a yeah. long time. It must be because they were trying to like use doing CPR on you, so that at least there's somehow something getting moved around in you. Like, I don't know, but the weird part now, is... the word of social media, I probably would, I probably would have just told people I had the flu and had been out. But literally, <laughs> everybody on social media knew. Yes. I got back when I got like by like my phone was lighting up. That should probably killed my phone because I'm getting a new phone now. Yeah, but I literally the messages on Facebook. Because remember, I used to work in the bar industry too. So Dragonfly knew people I worked with. So my my good friend Oz, who's been on the show, he'll be on again. He literally had people pass away before this. I got these panicking messages: "Not you, not you." Yeah. And everything. Yeah, yeah. It, it's but but it appreciate. I mean, you always go. It's like I I hate it's a wonderful life, and then we can get on that in Christmas. I have my reasons. <laughs> I just don't like that movie. But I felt like George Bailey. Yeah. Because you like me. You The gifts now, I have coffee for over a year. <laughs> but I even got one of those, what are those things called, like those weird fruit designs. Oh, the edible, uh, the edible, edible arrangements? arrangements? My first oh, thing yeah. was, why did you spend so much money on me? <laughs> Somebody sent me a little dragon. Now they know me. Yeah. And the weird yeah. part is people, they know you. And they know you for years, and they don't get you. I've gotten so many cakes and sweets that I've had a like yeah, because they, you have to understand. I am a, I am a pain now because I'm such a health nut. But the problem was when I was all all the bad food, I was fine. Yeah. So eat those plates. Have those pizzas. Yeah, you know. You know. Just you know. Just uh, try to you know. Just go with your instincts. But yeah, no, that's you know, the no thing. one. No one. You know. No one has to live for eighty years. <laughs> 
or more. That's up to you. You know, the thing is, I knew it was in my family. Yeah. You know, too. But the thing was, I did go, you know, for checkups and stuff. And, like, I have a few issues they're trying to deal with with meds. Nothing yeah. out of the, you know, we all need our meds and everything. That's why I think now, too, yep. when you go to the doctor, they have so many mental health questions. Because it's so yeah, all around. It, it, yeah, it's, yeah. And, and I think that we're at a point now where we're, we're not, you know, I, I think less people are, are under the illusion that, you know, normal, quote unquote, normal people don't have any mental health issues and that mental health issues are, are so much more common than the average person realizes that, you know, we used to be, it's like, oh, well, this person is mentally ill. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, everyone is. Yeah, what I try to do, though, is I say, okay, I have my moods, I get depressed and everything, but I try to, I try to go, okay, is it baseline? Because if I know, okay, if I'm doing something really, like, you know, I know I'm like feeling really, that's the best way I try to handle it Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, though. But, you know, where else I'm going to be? I'm like, actually, I'm a very positive person now. I've, like, changed. Like, it's like one of those things where, you know, I, when I was younger, I was a bit of a jerk and negative about stuff and everything. But, like, now you have to be positive. Yeah. You have to be. Otherwise, mm-hmm. like, why go around? It's like, also, it's in terms of you have only so much energy. If you focus on negative, I even see, that's why, like, we try to be in, we always used to say we're an antidote to toxic fandom, some irony there, the old days, maybe. Yeah. But my view is okay, like, if you like, if you're a Marvel fan or whatever, or something, if you don't care for them, you don't have to go see him. Yeah. I admit even, like, like, we have some local, like, talk show hosts, I think are, well, basically, dicks. <laughs> but I joined a group about one, and I, they're posting all these things. And I just took, I took a moment back and go, okay, well, if we hate this stuff, we don't like this crap they're saying. Why are you listening to them? Just don't listen to them. Yeah, yeah. It, it, and that's why a, fandom a way, drives there's, me there's crazy. There's a way to handle it. You just go. It's not really my thing. And that's and why. Then like, just leave it. I've there. had people say, like, for it's example, fun. like, oh, like Birds of Prey or like uh, Suicide Squad or something. Oh, you know, it, oh, they lost money. Like, what do you know? These people, do you care? Did you see the movie? First of all, first of all, and they didn't they lose don't, money. Either. They don't lay out two hundred million dollars on a movie and it not make money. It's gonna make money. They're, they're, the expectation is that all these movies yeah. are going to make a billion dollars. And I don't dollars. care. And like, like my, my good friend Todd Kratz said something about actors. Like somebody asked a question about uh, what deaths affect you by celebrities. He said none because I don't know them. I, I don't pry in their lives. But that's like yeah. one thing I was actually going to ask. Actually, not a serious, but a question, speculative question about Black Panther. Now, this is very tragic about Chadwick Bostick. The character of Black Panther, he's like the fandom, though. Whoever is the head of the tribe, he's the protector of the tribe. That's the Black Panther. Well, yeah. So I mean, you can. It's, 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 so it's, we, we know, you know, in the movie, it's passed down. You are passed down. That's you what know. you do. It's not like one dude. So, and he loses it in, yeah. in that movie for a little while, too. So Yeah. So it, are they going to go with what's. I, they're they're being very or, tight lipped about it. Um, the there's a lot of there's been talk that it's going to be Shuri, his sister, because it has been her in the comics and she's a very popular character. Um, but you know they're they're being very tight lipped about it. One because they, they you know they want to be as respectful as possible to Chadwick Boseman and the, and the one of the nice things that happened uh, is that he did all of his voiceover work for What If way 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 before yeah. all of this and uh, so. There are some excellent performances that he. he the plus gets thing to was, you know, it's so show. tragic in the way, but he was so freaking good too. Oh yeah, he was like sometimes you just get people with the part. Like I guess I could be Tony Stark now because of my heart time stuff. Bomb was going on the whole yeah. time. Like he knew. That's actually like, you probably don't follow it, but AEW wrestling Brody Lee John Huber. He's from here. He played a character. Yeah. He played a character called Luke Harper in WWE, and he played a character called Brody Lee. He's from Webster. They actually were in town this week. They did a yeah. tribute show, and the thing was, I guess he was like everybody yeah, loved him. Now it. you got to remember about wrestling. You say one word, it's going to get out. He had a problem with his lungs. Nobody said anything. Mm. And some critics were saying, like, his matches weren't that good, but I guess he couldn't do much. He passed away. And actually, if you ever find it online, AEW did, like, one of the best tribute. It was just so sincere. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, wrestling is, uh, like, like any other 
uh, like any other collaborative entertainment, you know, uh, uh, experience. It's just like everyone involved is like a big extended family, and the fans are so into uh, into it that you know that it, it, when stuff like that happens. It, it, it affects everyone. And what they said, too, was they originally were going to have uh, Brody Lee debut in Rochester because of COVID. They had a tape in Florida. Yeah. So they had his family. They they actually gave his kid a contract. Oh, wow. You know, he's like five. They put a, <laughs> they put a, because, yeah, because they could pay him, yeah. which is to support his family. Yeah, they have exactly. a foundation. Everything goes to them, not one cent, which and, I think is just awesome. And this is, yeah, and I, you know, I'm, I, I'm very, I'm not a... I'm not a wrestling guy, but I have a lot of very good friends who are wrestling, and, I, and I've and I've observed it like from afar for a long time. And a, the AEW, I think, seems like the best thing that's happened. Everybody to that loves it. Everybody, I guess, because like, it's the it's it's the opposite of what a WWE. And I became, guess it's a fun was, place to work. Yeah. A lot of guys like to work. They get a lot of creative. But I guess like Kenny Omega, what he did, and it was like a dark match. He let Brody. He was the champion. He let Brody Lee's son come in and pit him. During a match, <laughs> which but it just seems like and yeah, you get a lot of like feuds in wrestling because obviously you know it's work, so you want to have your place up here. There's mm-hmm. competition, but it seems like they're all really it's a good environment and everything else. Yeah, I, I think at the end of the day, everyone pretty much gets along. It was like anything else with that you get some level of fame that there's ego that comes along with it, and that's going to happen. There's going to be people who are ambitious, and there's going to be people who egos. Yeah, and there's going to be people who simply don't have it. That just never. Well, Dan, Brian Danielson—he's the American Dragon. That's the best yeah. nickname. But I thought I could be—I could be Tony Stark now after what happened to me. I and I—I I like the ev- the evolution of women's wrestling too. Is a is is a fascinating thing to watch because you know remember back in the day of the like late nineties, early two thousands, the divas <laughs> on W. It was just basically it was just, panties. It, yeah, and all. it was just basically like there's just models kind of tumbling around. Well, on Well, Vince McMahon's a weird dude. Yeah, actually, there was a storyline he wanted to do that got vetoed by his daughter, where she was pregnant, and it turned out he was the dad. Oh, good lord! He's a real. He's got like I don't know much about him, and again, no, he's a, I don't know, but I suppose he's got a really, I guess, sadistic and sick sense of humor. He likes to humiliate people. It, he it likes seems to do, like. He's just a bad dude, like in in real like there's very little. No, good well, he's like you know. Movie. Okay, imagine a villain in a movie, right? So yeah. I'm like with you, and I shoot you in the head right now. Yeah. Then my my line was, "Hey, pal, nothing personal, just business." Yeah. I guess what he does is he does stuff to people, and he just says it's just business. Oh yeah. But like well, Jim Ross said, he tried to purposely humiliate him, mm-hmm. and he likes to he likes guys to be broken, come to him so he can make fun of him. But yeah. how do you do a storyline where that he was going to have a swerve? He was going to be the dad, or he's going to have her brother be the dad? And she said, "We ain't doing this." No. Stephanie McMahon is is a pretty clever human being from everything I've seen about her. Like she's, you know, uh, and it's I don't know. I mean, it's just the the the. All the stories about how Vince McMahon's dad uh, basically destroyed uh, wrestling back in like the '60s and '70s by just buying uh, like it, you know it used to be this confederation we of need, all these different organizations. Yeah, it's all these confer- we would need to all. get some I some people who know more than we do about this because oh, we're yeah. like gamblers. We got to get the mask wrestler in here. Yeah, no, because I I know that like, the thumbnail, but we're like. You know, would be so superficial, and we're all we're all like, and I'm a bit like anybody else. We're all drawn to the like beyond the mat or the dark side of the ring or the stuff where they get really gritty about the nasty stuff. But like, I saw the Andre the Giant uh, biopic they did on HBO yeah. Max was amazing, and not because it was just like he had a lot. There was a lot of like he had a tough life for a lot of reasons. But he was such a, like a beautiful, gentle soul. But he also now, how do you feel about everyone I, loved? I guess there's a guy named Paul White. He's like uh, the Big Show. Yeah, the he Big had, Show. He Acromegaly. Yes, he got yes. the surgery. I guess they told Andre he could have the surgery, but he didn't because he said he wouldn't be a giant anymore. He's afraid it would hurt his career. Yeah, and that's the tough thing. And seeing him at the end, I guess he looked like his, like okay, imagine your legs swollen to be like the size of like an elephant trunk. Yeah, he, and he, he was, was just so big and such pain. Well, like he basically a family, you know, family basically adopted him essentially, and they, yeah, and they, you know, he bought a farm and just 
whenever he wasn't working. He had his he ashes just scattered the there because yeah. he was slumped. And he said he, he loved the prince. What was his quote of the prince's bride? It was the happiest experience of his life. But I guess like in terms of when he caught Robin Wright, they needed a double because he was so, his back was so yeah, bad. Yeah, his back was so messed but up. But he said he... it was the best experience of my life because nobody stared at me. Yeah. And he wanted to go to Broadway, but he said, look, I need nobody able to see behind me. <laughs> But I saw yeah. my my hint that wrestling might have been on the level when I was a kid. I saw him wrestle Killer Khan, and my good friend Tony Mayhem walked by him in an airport one time. Said you didn't know how big he was until you actually saw him. Oh close. yeah, but he wrestled Killer Khan, right? So he ended up. They announced Killer Khan jumped on his ankle and broke it. I went, I never saw that. He broke his ankle getting out of bed, and yeah. they claimed it was the match and run. I, oh, yeah. I saw it, though. Because yeah. remember, this was before cable, so yeah, literally, this is, you're, yeah, not every, that's yeah, like I, George Animal Steel could teach school and wrestle here because nobody, you know, somebody yeah. might see it in a wrestling magazine and go, hey, he go, yeah, you think it. I'm that ugly? Be, it's not, not every wrestling match is being A lot televised. of wrestlers are teachers. Does that say something? Baron yeah. Von Roschke, Tito Santana. Yeah. But we've had one of those programs where we're talking about my shape, wrestling. How is your thing going? My thing? Uh, I, I, it, you know, it's, That sounded bad. I mean, your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, uh, Architects of Entropy, my podcast, we are, uh, we are working on our second uh, arc of the story. It's coming along really well. Our heroes are in a haunted uh, fae forest where lots of really weird stuff is happening. Um, we're moving towards, you know, uh, a, a real interesting story. It's, uh, we are, we have a Patreon up now. I'll plug our Patreon. Yes, it's patreon.com slash AOE podcast. Uh, and, uh, it's Architects of Entropy. And uh, check it out if you haven't already. If you start at episode, yeah, how do you 20, start? I was going to ask. How I would you... say start at episode twenty-five. Uh, it's the beginning of the new arc. Um, and start episode one if you want. There's not a ton of episodes. We only do it every two weeks. But if you want to, you know, if you want to start uh, and not have a backlog, start at episode twenty-five, uh, and that's where the new story takes place. There's only a couple episodes out right now. And then you get into it, then go back. Then, be like then me, go back. Once or be you, like yeah. me, go in the middle, then jump backwards if you know what's exactly. going to happen. Yeah, but did you? How much of this do you just do off the cuff, and how much you sort of have an idea? Does it sometimes surprise you? You go, "I was going to do this, but I'm going to go exactly this way instead." I, 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 I drive myself insane trying to prep as much as I can. But the way my brain works, it's very, very hard. And what winds up happening is I have a lot of little ideas or even things that I forget. And in the moment, somebody will do something and set it off in a completely different direction. So I wing a lot more of it. And and because the format of of the of the game of the role playing, it's a, a Dungeons and Dragons basically, is uh, it's a world that we all created. So it it just goes wherever it goes, you know. And uh, and it's fun that way. It's like improv story game. Well, it's I found like starting this show, I used to like have two pages in notes what I was going to ask my guests and stuff. Yeah. And after a while, like you realize this show doesn't work the way, so I just go off the you know i have an idea of who my guest is obviously and we just it also helps that we frequently have you know diarrhea of the mouth and can go on on yeah. subjects that we that we and that we, we do like. have uh gee i think i know every musician in rochester and that other places hurt you at so all. Yeah. that thing too but sometimes you come and you go okay i know what they're doing what are we going to talk about it's like oh i've I gotta cut them off. We can't go this long. Nobody's gonna be listening. <laughs> I, I'll I'll tell you. I'll I'll, just, I'll I'll throw this out there. The first uh, uh, public mention of this is that I I, I have another project that I am uh, starting in the very early stages of developing that is about vampires. Oh. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, that's gonna get a lot of uh, yeah. So a lot of uh, people like vampires. I know, and we're we're going into it's October when we're recording this. That's, so. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's all. Yeah, barely. it's been a scary few months. That's uh, yeah, it doesn't. It can go. I've ahead been told and told I have to watch the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I've heard it's really good. I think you dig it. It is. It is. Yeah, it's um. One of my crazy. friends are already going to be here for Halloween. Yeah, very small. I'm still COVID is uh not fun around here, so I'm limited anyways in my condition. But I'm really limited because of uh. Yeah, seems like everybody down the pikes either getting a test who's been vaccinated. Yeah, um, yeah, really, you know, I know you can go out uh, to places with a lot of people, but just, just don't right now. Just don't right now. 
Um, my problem is I'm so loved. Everybody on. now, I'm trying to, you know, yeah. everybody wants to see me and everything else, but I'm actually liking the phone conversations where I, I feel like I'm back in high school going like three it's or four hours on the phone. It, it, because, it's hard because we were you cooped up for so long, but it's just like we're not through it yet. And and I keep hearing people saying things like post-COVID or whatever. It's like, it's not. No, it's and not I'm not going to, it's, you know, their personal lives, and I'm not going to bring my friends' names up, but I've they're all vaccinated, but I've heard every week it's the same story. Yeah. Oh, 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 why are you? Oh, I'm in the parking lot. I can't wait to get a COVID test. Uh, I, yeah. I got this. You can get and, it, and you can, and worse, and better than that, you can spread it. That's the thing. Yeah, if, which if you I get was, it, you're likely I've had going some to not close get calls because remember, that. when you get it, you might not know for a couple of weeks. Exactly, and then you, and then once it's known, you got to go through, and you know, uh, let everyone know, <laughs> and then they have to go through this whole thing, and then. It's it really impact. It's just like it's not worth the bother, you know. If you're if you're out, if you have to go out, wear a mask. Just wear they a do. Mask you can get the good this. ones now, I guess. The, the if you want to get those, uh, what are those things called? The N ones or the that's oh oh the uh, N ones a flu. Yeah. N95? Yeah, you I can think. get them now. You can get them yeah, if you, you want to go now, that way. And they're, yeah, they're... Uh, we have to... Because it is a serious thing still. Yeah. And, like, that's why yeah. I'm sort of, like, I, you know, and I'm always, like, double sides. I'm, like, I I always give my head, tip my head off to Danny Deutsch, who canceled some national shows because he just thought that. Yeah. No. no and, and, and I want a, everything to go well, but I also, you know, I... I know I have a lot of friends make their living like playing and stuff, but yeah. it's also yeah. you gotta like I found I got the hand that was dealt to me a few months ago, and I gotta go. Oh, I could go. I hate what happened. I don't like it. Or you can go. Look, I gotta deal with the reality. Yeah, it'll be yeah, done. I, 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 yeah, and I yeah, it, it sucks. It, it really does. But or and if you're going to have a live event, then just be responsible. Require vaccinations. Don't let people vaccinations against COVID. Against COVID. Just to Don't, be specific, yeah, you can I, get like I, another I, one. It, it is it's not political. It's a disease. It does huh. not care about what who you voted for. It, it, it you know if you're going to go to event that requires vaccination, that requires people to maxes, requires people to social distance, limits capacity, and uh, yeah. and if you do go to those events. Uh, tip the shit out of the wait staff. That's what all oh, I was giving actually tip literally. The shit out of them. You know, I was giving everything like I would be giving like ten yeah. bucks, twenty bucks just because. Yeah. You know, but the thing too is now now we're getting really funded serious. You order this, takeout from a place. That's what tip I always. Yeah, but the thing I was like thinking of like two and out. You know, if you we, get DoorDash, tip those guys. Yeah, especially DoorDash. <laughs> especially DoorDash. Especially Uber if they're eats. handsome. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing about it too is you think now and we tried we always try to avoid politics on here because who the heck wants to hear it but right. you think a lot of it now like okay and if you liked Reagan or didn't like Reagan I don't really care but when he got shot I know but I'm just saying, when he got <laughs> yeah. shot, what did they say, like, in the operating room? They go, you know, he, he joked around and said, oh, you were Repu- we're all Republicans today. We came together a bit. Okay, now, yeah. after, you know, you could argue, but well, you don't want to do that. But, you know, or if anything happened, people came together. Like, when Kennedy was assassinated, not there weren't people going, you know, maybe the... One zero point zero point one lunatics we didn't hear about, yeah. but is it social media a lot now too? Because so many people can just go on and well, it's social media is divisive um, by its nature because that's it's just this is all human being stuff. This is you know just it's human being stuff and it's business and, and that's the thing we forget about. All these things are businesses. They exist at the end of the day to make money, and if divisiveness, negativity, and misinformation make money, guess what? What I think, what I tell people is that view social media like anyone you don't personally know is not real. Because there's a good chance that they're not. And that sounds, believe me, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. No, he's right, But it's been proven several times that a lot of misinformation is, is put up by organizations that have uh, that they use AI or or people sitting in a a cube farm um, typing out stuff, but largely it's it, you know it's either a bot or a person who's being paid. Um, just consider that before you start 
railing against them, getting and wasting your time getting worked up. Well, consider even if it is too, a person, yeah. you're not going to change your mind. Yeah, well, consider though too. Okay, tailor your feed. You could go on cable, go on any channel. You get all these. You get your UFO shows. You get your cryptoid shows. You get all these. It's entertaining things. Like you get. I was chased by a werewolf show or whatever yeah. else. Uh, why don't you have like a lot of skeptic shows? Because. It's entertainment. That's why I, mean, I yeah. could tell you, and I think you know, you could find the beauty in science, nature, everything. But when somebody says no, it, you're like the no fun person. Where it's like, no, yeah. I was chased by a werewolf. Oh, cool. I I watch a lot of you know, I watch a lot of the you know, I watch the supernatural, the spooky shows. I watch mountain like, monsters. Yeah. I love it. I know it's pure, but it's just like I I I I. Oh, I have been in my head building a show about a guy who just debunks all of it. And that, you know, like the skeptic or whatever, and everyone hates them. <laughs> and everyone just hates this person, yet they're always right. And, uh, you know. You know, but that's like the thing, too. It's like the well, only one who could get away with that was Scooby Doo. Yeah. Scooby Doo yeah. could get away. No, what would happen with your show, though, if they did a show like that, what would happen? You'd get like somebody like Dana Scully, where the person would go, I'm going to debunk this. He's got a show, he's got a podcast. He finally goes out and it turns out to be real. Well, that's but that's what those shows always. But do. that's a they show. See, that's a that. show yeah, though. It's a show. A, that's why Chris, that's what's entertaining. Chris Carter used to t- talk at Psychop a lot, which is the committee for psychiatric inve- for uh, scientific investigation of the claims of the paranormal. Whatever it's James Randi and yeah. all these. It's over in Amherst. He would say, "Look, you know, I was a big where does X Files come from? It comes from Kolchak, the Night Stalker, because I love Kolchak." Yeah, it's yeah, entertainment. All, it's entertainment. No, yeah, nobody actually believe. You know, it's like <laughs> it's really actually, yeah, it's it's fiction. The show is it's 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 yeah. And I I I am a big fan of you know the Randy the Randy Institutes and the and the uh, um, uh, the Psychop and all yeah, those guys. The, I know. Yeah, I used the, to, I used to get skeptical and choir all the time. I used to be a yeah, member. And 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 these you know and and these aren't people who are and they're and they're not trying to wreck the entertainment. But we what come off as mean sometimes just because we're they go no after fun. the people who. Weaponize this. So stuff. the religious people who are bilking, like uh, yeah, Randy, the, with the pop offs and all of them, yeah. with the if you ever see the James Randy was a magician. Yeah, like if, he, uh, he, I have to really recommend it. You have to watch sometimes. Check out the Steve Martin movie Leap of Faith because what he does, he's a crooked faith healer. He uses what Randy did because he's got the microphone yep. and he sets it up and everything. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's and and the people who exploit people who are grieving yeah. to make money. You know, it's just like. It, it, it's yeah it's just if you believe what you want to believe but if you're going to hurt people or rip them off you know you deserve to be taken down you just do yeah. it's just like not that I wouldn't like a UFO to land in the backyard go to the planet Dragonstone with Daenerys and everything when I get home <laughs> but that was probably my yeah, answer yeah, I've had, I'll, I'll tell you anybody's experience I'll tell you like, one benefit uh, not benefit is it's called an anesthesia hangover where I guess the anesthesia lasts in your system for months I've had some funky dreams yeah so but we're almost see we cover yeah I know we, we've went all what over do you the- want to see now like for the coming Marvel Universe Oh boy, um, I uh, I'm excited they about. They should have a dragon in it. Oh, okay. Oh, Dragon I... Man. They do have that character, Dragon Man. Why do you ask me questions? <laughs> I'm gonna try and answer it. <laughs> no, yes, uh, no. But seriously, I uh, I'm I'm a uh, Doctor Doom. That's please Doctor be Doom, good, Doctor Doom. There, if anyone can make Doctor Doom, is it standalone? Have you heard, or is he going to be like the big? There's dad? A, there's a, who know, we don't we we're not going to know for sure, but I have a feeling that. He's going to be introduced uh, uh, gradually, um, and the the worst thing they can do is is just jam him in the first Fantastic Four movie because that never works. He wasn't in the first issue of Fantastic Four. He didn't come around no, for a little he, while. He was. He has his own like his own story. Is first issue was the Mole Man. Yeah, and uh, I also think that the uh, at this point you don't really need to do a whole origin story of the Fantastic Four either. Um, you can light on it, but you don't like. It's like Batman and Spider Man. We don't have need them, origin stories. Have them anymore. there, then maybe do like the five minute. They're thinking you see the flashback, yeah, or something like that. I would actually. You think they should do a Namor movie? Would he be interesting? There's in- a lot of talk that Namor is supposed to be the villain of the next Black Panther movie. 
Oh, he's tough too because he's super strong. He's got yeah, old- yeah, and yeah, and, and Namor is one of those characters that uh, he he go, went from villain to hero to villain to you hero. You know what he is? He's, he's uh, DC's Black Adam is Namor basically. They go from this to that. They're heroes. They're yeah, villain. He's they're, an na- anti- they're nationalists. They're yeah. He he's he's a. Uh, well, it's, you know, and you can say that about Doctor Doom as well. Doctor Doom is, you know, he, these are both uh, the heads of a very isolated, uh, uh, you know, uh, isolated kingdom that they will do anything to protect. Yeah, and then Varia, you know, which sounds. I love how they get the fake names that sound real. We'll kind of let Varia. You yeah. swear it's like a. Oh yeah, no, I yeah, I, I, I gotta tell people from you know, my family's from Latveria all the time, <laughs> you know, because they don't, they won't. It sounds real. No, but I'm I'm lucky. This is the thing. It's good to be around and look forward to and I like something like Eternals because I have no expectation because I've never really liked the comic book that much. So let's see what they do. Yeah, I have an open mind on this stuff. Like yeah. you go, oh wow. Why not? It might be good. If you don't, and the thing is, if you, if it's not your cup of tea, big freaking deal. You just didn't care for it. Yeah. It's not like the end of the world or it's like a serious political crisis. Or, yeah, it's just, you know, it's like, I, I get people who are, I get people who are tired of the And yes, I, I did watch the Snyder it, Cut. <sighs> I did watch the Snyder yeah. Cut. You had some, well, you had time. I had time and I literally watched the four hour film. And uh, if you're going to watch it, watch it in. Slices. Watch it in chunks. Yeah, watch an hour at a time. There's some stuff in it I like. There's some oh, stuff yeah, that no, seemed like all the imagery, though, the floating uh, around. Just the, and, yeah, the, 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 all the overblown, the, the snow-mo and all that. It's just not, it's unnecessary in my opinion. Some people like it. And uh, I really want to see Green Lantern back just because I've always liked Green I Lantern. I saw the Green, yeah, no, I, I mentioned it before. I saw the Green Lantern movie and it was bad. It wasn't as Mark Strong bad as I thought good. it was going to be, Mark Strong but it was, was bad. But I it thought, was, yeah. it was in it, you know, they were, yeah. But we've had, yeah. see, we blew through another we one. We blew through another one. And good luck, we'll be back with, guess, we have some really interesting Zooms ahead, too. Yeah, we do. Which are going to be fun, and we have the studio stuff coming up, and it's going to be cool. Lots of interesting people I'm starting to reach out to. But this, we may have this episode pulled because we're going to do something different. First of all, though, I'm going to mention my good friend Greg Towns' new album, Off and Running. You can get this on High Life, what is it? High, t- high Tide Records. I always pronounce this one wrong. And it says right now it's just an album and download because Greg's old school. Yeah. So he wants me to play something from it, so we will sometime, but we're having a few issues in terms of YouTube and stuff on our computer here. Yeah. So this may get us a lawsuit. We're going to play a rumored track by Gothic Toad that was unreleased. Now, it's rumored by... It's rumored by... No one's ever going to hear this episode. So you may not even hear this, but... What was the point of being here today? Okay. We're going to pull this thing. I know we're going to break the internet with this one. This is supposedly an unreleased song by Gothic Toad. I didn't even know the uh, title it might have something with Twizzlers in it because of their troubled bass player but okay this is Robin Patrick we will see you soon this well we may be in jail after we play this I don't know I'm getting a lawyer sued into bankruptcy but we'll lawyer. try thanks a lot see ya bye